Hey everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast, come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broad Beach. And more details are available on our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. Join me in the Lord's Prayer before we go any further. We need to start praying the way Jesus taught. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, the biblical teaching of stewardship involves more than the practice of tithing faithfully and bringing generous offerings. Stewardship includes everything. And that's what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. And we may have another week or two to go. And today we're going to talk about the courage to say yes. Let's pray for our offering before we go any further as well. For those that have been listening for a while, you'll know that at the refinery we don't do offering messages. But we do pray for our offering every week. So let's do that now. Gracious Lord, you've given first to us. Though we can never repay you, we do rejoice that we can bring our gifts to you. As you take our offerings and use them to bless your world, we thank you that we can be partners with you and with one another in touching the people of the world. It's in Jesus' name that we pray today. Amen. The text we're concentrating on today is John 21, 21-22. It says, Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Isn't that something that we as Christians still do today? What about him? What about her? It's none of our business. Jesus has a plan for each and every one of us individually. And the scriptures we're working through are John 21, 15 through to 22. It talks about when Jesus restores Peter. Starting in verse 15, it says, So when they'd eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. And he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he'd said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most surely I say to you, When you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. Then it talks about the beloved disciple in his book. Then Peter 
turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who had also leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is this one that betrays you? And Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Now I've discovered over time that the key to answering many of the questions concerning my life as a Christian is knowing when to say yes and when to say no. Courage to say no is not always easy to come by. But having the courage to say yes when you're called to give your best may be even harder than saying no to the dark temptations of life. Our text today confronts us squarely with the challenge to say yes. Peter wanted to say yes, but it was difficult because he'd failed before. Some of us have been in that position, haven't we? So let's look at a biblical background before we go too much further. Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Three times he asked the burning question. At first glance, it appears that Peter indeed said, yes, Lord, I do love you. But a closer look at the Greek text reveals that Peter was avoiding commitment. Jesus asked him, Peter, do you agape me? Do you have the highest spiritual devotion to me? And Peter replied, Lord, I know that I phileo you. I have warm brotherly affection for you. Perhaps Peter remembered his heartfelt but unkept promise. I will lay down my life for you. He had talked more than he could perform. And now he was more sheepish in his response. He wanted more than anything to serve his Lord, but how could he say, yes, I will love you, when he'd failed so miserably before in the hour of his Lord's crisis? So when Jesus asked Peter the third time, do you love me, he used Peter's words, filio. Peter must have been pierced to the heart by Jesus' willingness to accept what Peter could say even if it was not all his Lord had a right to expect from him. Peter's dark failure in the night of his Lord's agony haunted him. But Jesus would not leave Peter in his defeat. He needed Peter's yes at the level that Peter was willing to begin. So with great tenderness, our Lord gave his broken servant a new task. Feed my lambs, Jesus said to him. Tend my sheep. Many people won't go to church, even when they admit that they they have a need for it. Often it is because they feel they've failed to live up to their commitment to God from the point of their salvation. They give up making promises to God or in fact any promises at all. They are left in failure because they would not hear the call of Jesus to leave their failure behind and follow him. Many people have made commitments to serve Jesus Christ as a missionary or a Sunday school teacher or a deacon or as a faithful steward of the possessions that God has given. And many have failed to keep their commitments. If you are one who has failed before, what would Jesus say to you? I believe he would ask you, as he asked Peter, do you love me? Then do my work, follow me and feed my sheep. The courage to say yes must not depend on another person's response. What about this man? 
the disciple John was closely watching this exchange between Peter and Jesus. And Peter turned to John and then back to Jesus and asked, what about him? I know that feeling. Weary and doing all I can do. I sometimes get discouraged because of others around me who seem to do so little. Jesus replied, what is it to you, Peter? Follow me. It is irritating to be around people who are always willing to cruise by on someone else's work. Some of us grow weary in doing good and are tempted to judge the inadequate or faithless response of others as justification for our reluctance to say, Yes, Lord, you can count on me. It is time to act. This church would be full if we were inviting people to come on Sundays. I know some of us are doing that. Some of us are inviting people, but most aren't. Some people you ask won't come, but some might. What's stopping you? Are you embarrassed by your church? Are you embarrassed by your faith? Are you embarrassed by your God? It doesn't matter whether someone is homeless or a multimillionaire. God loves them, and in this house they will be all treated the same way, with love. And the courage to say yes is necessary if we are to be victorious. No victories can be won unless we learn to say, yes, I'm available to serve. In our church, we are faced with a remarkable challenge. If we were less brave, or if our course, our cause were not so crucial, we might be tempted to run and hide or maybe take time away from our church responsibilities. God has called us to be his church right here, right now. We need to say yes to his call to make a difference in this community and throughout the world. Jesus has the heart of a shepherd to seek the lost sheep. Frightened or hungry sheep are the object of his special care. So when Jesus asked Peter to take care of his sheep, he was calling him to join the task of the great shepherd. He called great causes. Do not move forward without a great commitment. It is a risk when we set out on the journey to do more than we've ever done before. There's always a possibility of embarrassment if we fail. But we can never know the glory of victory if we're unwilling to risk defeat. We as Christians must believe that if God is in the task, it doesn't matter who's against us. We must nurture the flock to maturity in Christ. We must search of an op- for an open place in the hearts. I've got to think about this. We must search for an open place in the hearts of others where we can enter in Christ's name. Single adults who are afraid that life will never make sense must be reached by this church. Families who are holding on by their fingertips must be reached by this church. Young people who are desperate for assurance that they're loved must be reached by this church. When Jesus asked, do you love me? Commit yourself to caring, sharing, and giving and loving. Although it's not easy to say yes, don't hold back. He will give you the courage to say yes because he loves, he believes that you too can follow him. 
And I want to encourage you, as I do every week, to be diligent with your Bible study time. Because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him, and He can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You know that already, but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.